0: Just a warning, what you're about to see is a bit graphic. We're
1: B-U-L-L-S-H-I-T, bullshit. tripping. We're <inaudible> We're <for looking, inaudible> slashing. Bullshit. We're diving. We're oxygen.
2: We're homing. Rip your fucking Take your two minutes and shove them your
1: ass. Oh, everybody.
2: Is that good enough?
0: That's perfect. <laughs> there you go. It's a little rusty here. But, uh... Sweet voice.
2: The Angry and Negative Show! Lockdown edition of the Angry Negative Show. Day nine oh. without hockey.
0: Has it only been nine?
2: It's been nine days. It feels Jesus. like it's been about five months. Yeah. This has been the longest fucking week of my entire life. Each you, you day is like makes three it... days long.
0: You know what oh. makes it worse is... You're thinking that the season's gonna come back. If it was just off season, and you're like, all right, no hockey for like a couple months, it wouldn't be as bad. I don't it's think.
2: Like, I can wait till October. We're fine. But now it's like it may never come back at all at this rate.
0: <laughs> I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, but at this point, I'm like, yeah, just scrap the whole thing because I would rather not wait around for it to this come is back.
2: Gonna end up going. Uh, Bill Daly has come out multiple times now and said, I don't want to have any plan that's going to fuck up an 82-game schedule next year. And yeah. the proposal is come back in early July and then wrap up in September and then have the off season in October then come back in November. And, you know, that would take out the entire month of October. That's what, you know, 10, 12 games in a month? Uh-huh. Adding that in without extending that into July next year, you know? You're going to push everything back, so... I don't know. I don't know if we see another... I don't know if this season picks up. I mean, I guess it depends just how much shit hits the fan here in the upcoming couple of days, and we talked about it on BBW last night. Like, this whole situation is so fluid right now that making any assumptions at all is hard to do, but I don't know. I'm starting to uh, lose hope on the idea that we see any kind of legitimate conclusion to this season.
0: It would be disappointing.
1: It would be disappointing. I mean, and it, you know, we've all talked about how the Flyers have finally become watchable. And then there's a pandemic. <laughs> like like we said, you know, last few years, really didn't care if I caught a Flyers game or not, made plans accordingly. Now, I'll still make plans, but I want to make sure I catch as many games as I can. And uh, now that even more athletes across other sports have tested positive for... Uh, the three coronavirus. Sixers it, went three down Sixers there. have gone down. They share a building with the Sixers. and uh, the Flyers. And the Flyers are not the only team in the NHL that shares a building with a basketball team.
2: It's so. still just the Senators player, right? Is that the only NHL one yet? Or has there been more? I haven't heard anything. There was a, a, a guy. And,
0: yeah, only player, the I think, senator. was Ottawa. Yeah. And there was a guy in Vancouver, but he was not like a uh, somebody you would have seen. Like he was part of staff or something. Hmm. Crazy. Yeah, but that's interesting, though, isn't it? All these basketball players popping up and not really any hockey players. Like, how does that make sense? They all play in the same buildings and whatnot. I don't know. Just just something I was wondering. But getting back to if they're going to play or not.
2: <laughs> they're um, hockey players. They're much tougher. Hashtag please exactly. like my sport.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have a theory.
1: I have a yeah. theory. So maybe more basketballs caught it. Basketball players caught it. Oh, they because they touched the ball. They touched the ball. And each other they're and only they physical, touch They're wearing yeah, tank tops jerseys, and always yeah. against each other. We're flyers, uh, flyers, hockey players are face pretty masks much in and, and in the toe
2: gloves.
0: Yeah, and, yeah. you know, I, I think you're onto something there. Maybe like it could be, yeah, probably helps
1: in
2: some fashion. And basketball yeah. players are pussies. Let's not. <laughs> <say that.
0: laughs> Good points there. Um, with the season, what if like they do go into August? And I don't know, I'm just going to say like Claude Giroux gets hurt and misses half of the next season now, because what what'd you say? They're going to start back potentially in November.
2: They want to end it in they September miss. and pick up in November.
0: Yeah, I would rather them just not play, you know, or or if you're going to do like a quick playoff round, quick playoffs, do like best of three uh, with the standings as is, or even not even count the wild card teams. I don't know. Something something quick, though. It, it, like, if you have to have a winner, then do it like that. If not, dude, just, just nix the season.
2: And there's still a, technically a month of the regular season left to play, too.
0: That's true. April, right?
2: Yeah.
0: That's true. You know what's encouraging for me, at least, is I'm seeing, like, um, for example, like the MLS still scheduling their season for May. I think they pushed their opening. If nobody knows what the MLS is, Major League Soccer. That's uh, a joke. They, <laughs> they pushed their start back to May 10th, which to me is like, okay, well. Yeah, I think
2: baseball's around May 10th or May 16th or yeah. something
0: like that as well. Yeah. For me for me at least that's kind of encouraging because you would think that if they're scheduling games for those days, then they're hoping that a lot of this stuff's going to be cleared up a month from now, I would say. You know, and then they have 20, 25 days to get ready for the season. I think that's how it shakes out. Um I'm not even sure what the fuck today's date is. Date is March nineteenth. Nineteenth. so a month from today. Sorry, and then you got three weeks to get ready for opening day or <laughs> Casually whatever. The punch fuck. your microphone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, so that kind of stuff's encouraging to me. Um. Trying not to get my hopes up with with hockey because I I just think it's done. Um, and that they play inside. It's, I'm not I'm not sure if that matters or, I just don't know with this fucking thing. I can't but I would imagine rather
2: keeping the ice. Good would be easy to do in July and August.
0: That's another thing. Then you gotta worry about guys getting hurt and stuff. Just just cancel it. Put my mind at ease, and let's say we're gonna start we're gonna shoot for October. Yeah, don't give know? me this
2: false hope bullshit. Just end it.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> like, this nine days just felt like two fucking months, man. I know. It's yeah. been like, it feels like the Flyers haven't played in forever. A week
2: and a half, but it's been fucking Terrible. five, six months. It's crazy.
0: I watched like three or four games off of uh YouTube has games, by the way. If you guys want to watch specific games, if you don't know that somehow by now, I've been watching games on YouTube, connecting it to the uh, the, the TV. I, I forget. There's some device. I can't remember what the hell it's called now, but I have it. And you you download YouTube on your phone. You plug it into your TV. You can watch YouTube on your TV. And I've been watching the, the old old Flyers games. I did the uh, the Boston Series, Game 7. Mm. I did the, the Richard Shift against Montreal. And then I think I went – wait – so you know what I forgot? And I'm sorry, we're getting... We really don't have topics, but... We don't uh, have a lot
2: to talk about. We're just here to bullshit <laughs> today, Jim. We're here
1: to entertain you yeah, while so, you're all trapped in your house. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I forgot that that Boston series happened right before the Montreal series. I thought... Yeah? In my mind, I thought they were two separate years. And was that the same year with the... They got in on the last day of the regular season?
1: Yes, on the yes. shootout.
0: Yeah. Oh my God, dude. Like... How did they not win the cup that year? Like everything happened for them. They Spike got in on late
1: and ran out of gas. Because they oh got my screwed God. in the two thousand
2: seven lottery. Dude, yes. and then uh, <laughs> That's where it all I'll stemmed from, it. really.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, yeah and a we... cocksucker where number eighty eight scores in the building yeah. to win the cup for the other
0: team. <laughs> How ironic <rocked> is uh. <laughs> that, right? I did not even think about that. Wow. Um Leighton had, like, three shutouts at one point and it, but His numbers were
2: spectacular it, through that series.
0: Yeah, that and I'm watching. I'm like, uh, wow, this guy was not as bad as everyone says he was. And then he got to the final, and it was I think like. he
2: had, like, a point nine goals against for a while or something. Like, He it wasn't really good did.
0: One. He was playing. He played phenomenal. I think a lot of it was the way they were playing in front of him. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, dude, they were, they were fun to watch, man. They were a lot of fun to watch.
2: God, I know people that, like, genuinely hate Michael Leighton for that like they hold grudges and i'm like why like yeah. without him they wouldn't have gotten that far in the first
1: place like
2: it's true it's
1: fucking patrick yeah, you don't, kane you don't hate him or hold a grudge yeah. say um say bush stayed healthy or even right remember every em- looked good yeah we was doing to the good till he went down say they had an nhl goalie in net we feast that year
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's a good, good word feast
1: I was catatonic for like three days after they
0: <laughs> lost that game. <laughs> I wish they
1: put
2: like full series on YouTube. Like, there are games here and there, but like none of the full series, and it drives me crazy. Like, what sure. I wouldn't give to watch 2012 Pens Flyers again. <laughs> I think they a
0: great idea the other day.
2: I think Game Four is on there, but the rest of them aren't. And it's like, man,
0: you had an idea the other day where they. Sh- NHL Network or something should just do like a, a Netflix it's of hockey. A
2: Netflix, where they can just put playoff series and classic games, and
0: like you could just filter through by teams and like you know you, you go back into whatever years playoffs you want to watch. You could watch an entire year's worth of Flyers playoffs. That's a really good idea, and I don't know if you should have put that out there.
2: <laughs> Somebody fucking uh, the NHL man.
0: might steal that. Yeah, no, but that's a really good idea. Like, I'm picturing what you're talking about, and I would love that. Because somebody said, oh, the NHL network, and I'm like, mm, not really the same. Because you don't have your choice of what to watch, right? I don't think so. Yeah, this, that's I a great— I think they
2: used to have something. Like, it was never that, like, expanded or anything. But I think at one point they did have—because a couple of people were telling me, like, they used to have some kind of option where you could go back and watch select games or something. But I don't rem- remember that. Uh, or, or, you know, ever used it or anything. So, I don't know, but...
0: I know. use my brother's NHL account for... I think it's NHL TV. <laughs> and they have where you can go back and watch some older, you know, the past games of the season and, like, highlights and stuff. Yeah. But uh, I'll have to double-check. I'm almost positive there's they don't have, like, an archives-type thing, you know? That's a, I think that's, a, like, a really good idea where, like, hockey people would buy that, and now would be a great time for that.
2: They'd make millions yeah. right now, yeah. Well, uh, let's talk about something that has infuriated both I and Jim over the last couple of days.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes,
2: let's. The Brotherly Puck March Madness fan favorite tournament, which, by the way, Brotherly Puck was the first site to do that. So all the uh, imitations <laughs> out there, you, know, you you copy the best, right? Imitation is the serious form of flattery or whatever the fuck that's called. But uh, we are now in the third quarter of the first round, which... It's headlined by Richard Konechny, uh, as well as Lindros, Clare, and Voracek and Katuria is just stomping the shit out of Jake Voracek, and it makes me so happy. But, uh, boy, people were very angry at me when I put this out there, because there's not a lot of old guys on there! They wanted Prop and Poulin and how
0: <laughs> People were giving you shit about that?
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. They're like, oh, well, what is, you know, Scott Hartnell done? Or what did this done? Or Gostas Bear Patrick? And it's like... of our following probably has no fucking clue who Dave Poulin even is, (laughs) you know, let alone fucking, but like, God, people are so angry at me. Why they do that? And then you match them up. All these names were picked at random. I wrote all their names on little pieces of paper and picked it. So when it was Giroux and Clark and Lindros and Claire, that shit was all totally random. I had nothing to do with it. It was the fucking luck of the draw. But, like, they're getting eradicated. Bobby Clark got destroyed by Claude Giroux. And they go, oh, this is wrong. Clark's the best flyer of all time. Well, fuck. What am I supposed to do? We're dealing with a bunch of fucking 18-year-olds on Twitter. They don't know who Bobby Clark is. You know? Like, Dude, and uh, I'll be honest.
0: Like, if I'm voting, I'm, I'm probably going to vote Giroux. And if... Because I've never watched Clark play, so I feel like if somebody like me votes for Bobby Clark over Claude Giroux, then I'm a fraud. Because I've never watched him play. So how the fuck can I vote for Bobby Clark over Claude Giroux, you know? Well, if you, if you were going to say Eric Lindros or Claude Giroux, then that's something that I could have a debate about. But I've never watched Bobby Clark play. I know who he is. I know that he's arguably the greatest flyer of all time. I mean, probably because he's won two Cups, you know, if that's the argument you want to use over Lindros, Giroux, whoever. But I've never watched him play, so I'm taking Lindros or Giroux over Bobby Clark.
2: Somebody said you should put all the old guys on one side and all the new guys on the other. But, I mean, that would be fine and all, but then the finals would be so lopsided because the new guy would beat whoever the hell they put
1: up for the, bag, the, the, the old the anyway, well,
0: anyway. He could have yeah. come up
1: with any possible format to do it, and sure. people would complain, dude. It's, it's the Internet.
2: There were sure. some other... Uh, site that did one and I came across Gary Dornhofer is one of their options and I was
1: like, what?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I loved Gary Dornhofer as a a commentator. Yeah, he was good. I really thought he was good. You know what's weird? Like last night I I guess they're giving out NHL uh, the NHL network for free because I never had it before and last night I happened to see it on so I put it on and I fell asleep to it and I wake up and it's like the Flyers are in the cup and Dornhofer's commentating the game and I'm like oh shit, I'll stay awake for this a little bit. It's pretty, I, like, I forgot all about Gary Dornhofer. Great commentator.
2: But, uh, yeah, we'll go back to the third quarter round here. We'll go. I will say Jim's rant has swayed the vote pretty interestingly. It's a lot more even now than it was. Uh, Travis <laughs> Konekny is currently beating the shit out of Mike Richards 58-41. to 41. It was a whole lot worse than that before Jim started off here. Jim and uh, <laughs> Mikey D both got on this one, and they were mad as hell that Mike Richards was being shown no respect in this tournament. Was he pissed off? Yeah, he was another one that uh, quoted
0: I him. I didn't see that. Dude, Mike, I mean, I, see, this is what I want people to to kind of understand. I really like Travis Konechny. So just because, you know, Mike Richards is probably my favorite all-time flyer. Just because uh, I'm, you know, pro Mike Richards doesn't mean I'm anti-TK. I'm just saying, like, dude, Mike Richards dominates TK. Especially through the first four years of... uh. You know, Mike Richards, I think he had a rough, I'm looking at numbers here, rough first couple of years. They had that, I think they had the worst season in Flyers history in that one year. Yep. Um, but in his one, two, three, his third year, he got five Selke votes, 75 points in 73 games. In his fourth year, which TK is in now, 80 points in 79 games, 30 goals scored, 50 assists. Wow. Um, that was his best season, by the way. Um, I think he played two more with the Flyers after that. But I mean, there's, I don't, I don't really know. So like, for me, and I love TK. So again, I'm not saying. Uh, sorry, I just got a weird text message, <laughs> <clears throat> like a really weird one. Like, TK talks a lot, right? And he gets into scraps and whatnot. Richards will fuck you up. That's there's a difference there, and I think, for for me, the as reason why, as a pure I lo-
2: hockey player at their absolute peak, I would take Richards over Konechny every day.
0: Yeah for so here's my personal thing with Mike Richards. I think for him, um, he resonates with me more because if I was to say, who do I have more in common with? I would say Mike Richards over Travis connect just because when I like we were just talking about the Montreal, the shift, right? Where he, he destroyed somebody at the blue line, uh, went on the fast break, the puck came down, you know, he slid into the goal and whatnot. Like, I watched that last week and I still had goosebumps. I was smiling for like two, min- two minutes after I watched it. I'm like, holy fuck, man. Like, that is one of the best shifts that you're ever going to see in your life. And it was from Mike Richards. Like, maybe TK will have that one day. Don't get me wrong. But just Mike Richards just sticks out of my mind as a guy that I will always, always want on my team. And I don't know how um, common they are. Like, he's just a proven winner, and he, that one shift just shows you what he's willing to do to win a fucking hockey game, and that's all. I'm just saying, he, he deserved a little bit more respect than 21%, because that's what it was at when I said something.
2: Well, you pushed it all the way up to uh, 41, so.
0: You know what it was? We got all the older guys to see, oh, Mike Richards is getting shit on over here, so you got to get the old guys voting.
2: Maybe. Sean Couturier is beating Jake Voracek 85-14. to 14.
0: That's a shame, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's really
1: –
2: I wonder what fantastic. that would have been like
1: three years ago.
2: That's true. Probably would have been a completely different story, that's for sure.
1: Maybe yeah. um the Richards stuff, and I got I, – because I voted for Konechny, and now oh. I regret it. <laughs> and, um, <clears throat> maybe people – their lasting memories of Mike Richards was the 09-10 season where they cost John Stevens his job. They stumbled all season long. And yes, what an incredible run it turned into. All the rumors about who's banging whose wife that year, who's out partying all night. But remember, uh, if they had a one o'clock game, you knew they were probably going to lose it because half that team was hungover. <laughs> and like I said before in this podcast, I get it because they're my age. If they were 25 at the time, I would have done the same thing. You, you, you give a 25-year-old millions of dollars all the alcohol, pussy, ass, whatever he wants. We're all going to do the same thing, right? The keys to the city. So they pretty much got their ass kicked every weekend, 1 o'clock game. They stumbled into the playoffs. And then they kicked the shit out of every- – you're absolutely right. What a run. Like everything clicked. Yeah. Everything clicked.
0: Clicked um, perfectly, yeah.
1: And and they all woke up. And even the, the next year, which was the, tw- the 10-11 season, they won the division – but then, like, they, remember they were almost, like, going to win the President's Trophy, and then they kind of stumbled into the playoffs, barely beat a very mediocre Buffalo team that hasn't been in the playoffs since, and then got completely demolished by Boston and got swept. So maybe that's why people, that's what they remember of Mike maybe Richards. Maybe people don't then, know
2: who Mike Richards is.
1: Like, no, I, I agree with that. Go ahead. Sorry, Dan. Go that go ahead. No, was
2: then. 10 years ago. If you're 18 now, you were 8 when Mike Richards was playing. Maybe you're they genuinely right. don't know who he is.
1: Yeah. That's interesting um i i do agree with everything Jim did say about Mike Richards though up until cuz yes he got busted for drugs and i'm not making fun of him he obviously ran into an issue and it cut his career short you know that 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 is what it is i'm not making fun of him i'm being serious but those first few years cuz he was on that team the first because they won the Calder Cup. Him and Kartsy and Fartsy and Humberger and all those guys. They all won the Calder Cup in 0405 during the lockout. Right, that's the year they won. Then they were all on the Flyers the next year, and they made the playoffs that year, led by Forsberg and Gagne and Knubel. And I remember before even Richards got the A, I remember he fought anybody. Didn't matter how big you were, and he always yep. held his own. He yep. was a Fucking tough motherfucker. I loved Mike Richards. I'm with you. I was on his jock. I fucking thought he was awesome.
0: That but That's I, when I really started to actually man. like And that was the last time I really, really had a favorite player. Because I'm like, holy fuck, this guy will fight anybody. He, was,
1: he, was, like, he killed penalties. He, he, he scored. Remember, he has the record for five on three goals. Dude, he, did,
0: he really did it all. It's
1: like, sick, dude.
0: Yeah. and um, and he did the hard stuff that's why i think yes. i admire him so much because he did the hard stuff better than anybody else like dude he, he wasn't the best fighter but he would still fight you he you held know? his
1: own and he kicked the shit out of some people man he, he never like got his ass beat you know what i mean he right, always right. hung in there he was almost like a a jerome beginla without the scoring touch quite as much because againla was the same way againla would beat the piss out of anybody but he was also putting up 50 a year yeah. um even that that year, remember they called it the Back with a Vengeance year, the oh seven oh eight year, where they brought in all the free agents. They spare no expense. They they. Oh my God, he was awesome, but he was under Jason Smith as the assistant captain. Yeah. And then and then I was part of that group when they started to kind of stumble, and Stevens gets fired, and I was part of that. Yeah, take the sea away from him. Because <laughs> I hated
0: should... that. I hated that guy, man. I really hated John Stevens. Yeah. I hated him. He, he was like a hack stall, like like a like a hack type dude. I thought, I don't know, it's just something about him I didn't like. But I, I think the players kind of wanted him, didn't they? Didn't they? Didn't he coach yeah. him with the Phantoms?
1: He coached oh, yeah, he the Phantoms. A, he also played on the Phantoms. I don't think he played with those kids, but
0: right, uh, right.
1: he yeah he was their Calder Cup coach. Long time Phantoms coach. Yeah yeah he was. Uh, he got called up uh, the the terrible year in 06 when they fired uh, Ken Hitchcock and Bobby That's Clark right. resigned, and they promoted John Stevens.
0: See, I remember that day too, and I'm like, oh fuck, like shit's really going down today when they brought in Stevens and, and I remember not being happy about that because he he is not the kind of coach that I like, but I guess the players liked, you know.
2: Yeah. The Makes Phantoms sense. coach from two thousand to two thousand six, uh four hundred and eighty games under his belt. Two hundred
0: and thirty wins. Wow, that's and a lot. He
2: was an NHL coach. The Flyers two thousand six to twenty ten. With 263 games. He was there for four games in L.A. In 11-12. No, in Flyers in 11. No, L.A. What is that? Why two L.A. stints? Well, he was like a... Oh, that's right. He was the interim for a while. Interim.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And then he came back. And uh, was the interim for a little bit last season as well. And got fired, I believe. Or was he hungover from that? I don't know what the hell happened there. But it was with the Kings for a while.
1: Can I talk about Richards one more second? Since we have nothing else to talk about. Sure. Those highlights I was I've also been going through those highlights of the twenty ten run. That's like the ideal situation for any team. And what I'm saying is you had you had Richards and I did not like Carter. And if I could cast my vote again, I'd punch myself in the face face, take <laughs> away the connecting vote and vote for Mike Richards. You're a hundred percent right. Um, so you had Carter, Richards, they brought in Briere, Hartnell. Um, who else was some big players on that team? Um,
0: Which year was this?
1: The 9 10 season, right? So you yeah, have man. you had like Gagne, uh, Carter, Richards. They bring in Briere. Uh, Carcillo was brought in the year before because they had to get Upshaw out of there because he was getting the boys doing coke off girls' butts. The year before, uh, Oscar's
2: Bartulis was there
1: then Yeah, <laughs> Lappy was Bartoulos.
0: still on the team.
1: So. What I'm getting at is you had, like, all these dudes that, like, it's it's kind of like this in any sport, really. It's how, like, the Seahawks were so good when Russell Wilson wasn't getting paid anything. So you have, like, young players that you had, like, uh, JVR and Giroux and, uh, of course, I'm still blanking. But you had young kids that were really good. And if you go through some of those highlights during that entire uh, season, because someone that Flyers 24-7 Facebook page, like, made a video of every single one of Claude Giroux's points. And that was such an ideal situation. Richard said it on Spit and Chicklets, if they didn't break up the band, he thinks they would have eventually won a cup if they just would have had a fucking goalie. Because you had some of your core players, they got their their big paychecks. People can't see my hands. And but you had Claude Giroux who was so good. And he was just you know just beginning to tap the surface there. And that was such an I like man what could have been like right but it it all came together for that playoff run right like the the richards Gagne carcillo line was good because remember carter got hurt and then the hartnell remember hartnell was terrible all season long and it came out he was going through a divorce and so was briere but the just at the right time you had briere centering leno and hartnell and they were unbelievable
2: it takes a Villy.
1: yeah and then you had (laughs) your centers your centers were Briere, Richards, and Giroux. That's what I'm trying to get at. That's ideal, man, because Giroux, you had a young kid who wasn't getting paid yet, and you could afford to pay for your top two centers, which is kind of like what you kind of hope the Flyers can do now. You have Giroux, Hayes, and you hope like Patrick before he gets paid or fucking somebody can step up so you can have that depth down the center or down the wings, whatever, and you get what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I get it. It's just... By the way, like you named everybody on that roster, like there's nobody else to name. Okay. Um, that was the team for me. Like uh, the team that, and I forget who put this on Twitter. And I have one more point to make with Richards after this, but I think the thread was something like, which players did you that? Which players got you hooked on hockey, or have you still hooked? Right. Yes. And the first. The Legion of Doom got me hooked on the Flyers. Exactly. Eric Lindros, specifically, you know, Reckie. Renberg wasn't in my top five, but he was obviously in the Legion of Doom. Um, did I say Mark Reckie already? You said Reckie. Reckie LeClaire. Um, that was like the first wave of Flyers that really got me hooked on hockey and the Flyers, and they were good. They made the playoffs every single year, always made some kind of noise. They never, you know, they went to the finals, I think, once. And they ended up getting swept, which you know, typical flyer fashion. Um, and then the next wave for me was was that team. Like they were a fun team. Like Danny Briere, uh, fun player to watch, man. Mike Richards, fun for me to watch. Um, Jeff Carter, maybe I didn't appreciate as much at the time, but I, I was not a Jeff Carter fan. Um, Hartnell. Was fun to watch, even though I wasn't his biggest fan. But like looking back on that team, man, a lot of guys, a lot of likable guys. Even Ian Perrier, you know, getting taking slap shots in the mouth. Oh my god, twice! Quick, Multiple, I was at yeah.
1: Boston Game Three, and they put him that that the, uh, it was the first home game for the Flyers that series. They put Lapierre on the the screen.
0: <laughs> I remember and I
1: thought, that. I thought people were going to start ripping their chairs out and just fight each other out of joy. Like the, I've never felt the building like that before. The crowd it, went, like
0: I have goosebumps shit. right now for Me that. Me Like This dude's laying his fucking face. He's getting taking slap shots. He's taking a fucking frozen hockey puck to the face.
1: Just he did whatever just it took.
0: To, to win. And I remember watching it the first time. I'm like, holy fuck. And he comes back out. I'm like Jesus Christ, man! He was like, nuts. how do you not love a guy like that? I mean, uh, you know, set aside what's anybody. happening, dude. I loved him. He was one of those guys where I'm like, oh, I liked him on different teams, which was rare for me. Like, I liked Roenick, I liked the Perrier for some reason. He was just one of those guys I liked. And when the Flyers got him, I'm like, hmm, shit, cool. You know, um, really quick, what I wanted to touch on with Richards, and you know, people can argue with whatever they want, but like when I when I talk, what I noticed with Richards and Nick, I'm not saying that I I had a discussion or whatever you want to call it with somebody earlier today. Um, it was supposed to be about Mike Richards as a hockey player, but anytime somebody wants to win an argument with you about Mike Richards, they always got to bring up, Oh, well he did drugs. It's a shame what happened to him with this. I'm like, can we just fucking talk about the hockey player? Like he was a, an outstanding hockey player. Like dude, like, I don't know. It's just it seems like an easy out for me. And this this guy today, I don't even remember what his name was. He was just really. Usually I don't respond because what do I care if I change your opinion or not? Because I know how I feel. But this guy was just really irking me today. I think it's because I know people were gonna see it, and he just kept putting out trash about Richards. And I'm like, dude, how would you feel if somebody was doing that? Ab- <clears throat> Excuse me, <clears throat> if somebody was doing that about you. <clears throat> You know what I mean? Just spread... Even if it's true. <clears throat> Sorry, my throat's all fucked have up. Have another espresso. <laughs> yeah. Even if it's true, like, why do you want to spread that about somebody else? He's like, Like, for me, like, he gave me so many good memories that when I see somebody, like, trying to trash him, like, calling him, like, a drug addict, or... Dude, you could be a good person and still have an issue with drugs. I just want to throw that out there real quick, too. Like, there are good people who have you know, problems, and, you know, he's gotten over his. It doesn't make him a, a bad human being. Yeah. You know, good good people have problems too. But it, it just, it, it kind of it pissed me off because you can't have a hockey conversation about Mike Richards without somebody going, yeah, it's a shame about his drug problem. Like, what the fuck drug problem are you talking about? What is it? Like, say it because you know so much, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I know just as much as the next guy, but I'm like.
1: He got what? pinched at the border, right?
0: Yeah, he, he had, like, prescription again, or something.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm, I understand what you're saying now, absolutely.
0: And usually, right. it's weird. That I was thinking about this today. Like, why do I get so fired up talking about Mike Richards? And I think, he, I, number one, I think he was because it's my favorite player, right? And then, number two, it's like, it is. It really is such a fucking shame that, you know, whatever ended up happening, because I don't really know. All we know is what we read, and then we can assume, because we saw what happened to his career, and it happened quick. Like, you, we all know what kind of player he was. Every game, every shift he threw his body out there. Apparently, he destroyed it off the ice, too, whatever we want to say. I mean, the dude got hooked on, on pills. You know what I mean? Uh, he, I don't know. You can assume whatever you want to assume. I'll assume that he wanted to play in every single game, and that was his way of doing it. I don't know.
2: When you play that hard, there are yes. off-ice consequences. That's Absolutely. what I assume. That's exactly know? what
1: I was going to say, Dan, is he probably – that happens to people that's kind of what caused the big opioid epidemic was oh you had a tooth removed here's 30 percocets you know what i mean like and people want to keep chasing that feeling and maybe you yeah. know he was trying to that that's half of these enforcers they talk about right yeah that whole all, generation of fighters is
2: fucked up and or dead
1: or you know yeah it, man it sucks. and yeah, it does suck i could you know, come to work with me i'll show you some actually bad people that
0: do drugs. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Th- I mean, that's that's what I don't get. So when people want to throw around the, the term or label drug addict, I'm like, you, you should watch how you use that word, because I, I know some really, really nice people that have drug problems, you know, so like just because so and so is a quote unquote drug addict does not mean that they're a bad, bad guy, which is what this dude said. I'm like, how the fuck do you know he's a bad guy? You know what? Do you know? Like, just if you know something, then say. And he goes, he goes, oh well, you know, I heard this and I heard that. I'm like, dude, stop wasting my yeah. fucking, will you? Yeah. Yeah. That's he all. wasn't.
1: Yeah, he wasn't. He was almost like the uh, as far as like talking to the media, he was almost like Chase Utley. Like he was gonna go out there and yeah. bust his fucking ass, but he wasn't gonna give the media much. And didn't, you didn't really see him doing too much chirping, like. Konechny you could and Lawton, you could see them audibly talking shit all game long. That really you know, wasn't Richard's style. Richard was just going to put your ass through the boards.
0: That's a good comparison to to Chase Utley. And you know what? Like everybody loved him. Like, I wonder if the Phillies didn't win, if the Phillies didn't win, and it came out that Utley, you know, ended up having a, a drug issue when he went to L.A. Uh, like, I wonder if he would still be seen the same, you know, or or because or, you. I don't know if this is true or not, and if we're talking about this stuff too much, maybe I just have a lot to get off my chest, but do you remember back then like some of the the flyer reporters and and, uh, beat guys and whatnot? Didn't it seem like they kind of had it out for some of these guys, or was it just me?
1: No, absolutely.
2: Tim Panaccio, especially.
0: I hated that son of a bitch, man. I hated that motherfucker. They probably got
1: bitter that those guys, the captain and the assistant captain, they you put the mic in front of them, and they just kind of clam up, and they probably got bitter about it.
0: Could have been, yeah. Didn't uh, Dan? Didn't Martinez say something like that? Something like he like that? Where it was yeah? Uh, I remember
2: him saying that to you guys, Carter or something that you know would be yeah. the most talkative, and they were good friends off the ice. But then the second a camera boom, we're going to
0: get pucks deep, man. That <laughs> yeah. <end> of that. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, they just didn't like talking to the media. That's all. They didn't like to. Maybe they were afraid to show who they really were. Who who knows what it was. that's just the way they were. And if you don't like it, you don't, you know, find someone else to interview. There's plenty of personalities on that team to talk to.
2: Could have been talking to Mika Peralia for crazy.
0: I was just looking at his name, man. (sighs) That's what I'm going to do a bracket of all time flyer. Great names.
1: All time European busts that lit up their respective league. And then came to the flyers. A la Yuri And
0: Oh my God. (laughs) Wait, they went out and signed him, right?
1: Yeah. Yes. He was yeah, like he
0: was like the best player outside the NHL and all that yeah, shit. Like the yep.
1: Czech Wayne Gretzky or whatever the <laughs> fuck it was. He had like one four goal game and then did nothing.
0: Oh my god, he did have a four goal game. Holy shit.
1: I'm older than all you cats. I remember these things.
0: <laughs> that's an that's an article right there, dude. <laughs> Fucking Yuri Dopita.
2: Oh, well, let's wrap up the uh 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 bracket talk here. Uh, With the closing of the left side, anyway. Uh, Perrant beat Steve Mason, which is a goddamn travesty that Steve Mason didn't win that. Lynn Blom beat Brindamore, which was maybe some uh, recency bias on that one. Yes. Giroux beat Clark handedly. Jeff Carter edged out Rick Tockett. I Uh, have a problem with that. So do I. Patrick uh... beat Ghost. Uh, Simmons beat DeJardin, Hartnell beat Sammy Kapanen, and Danny Briere beat Mark Reckie. But yeah, the Carter Tockett one is another example of people have no idea who Rick Tockett was. I guess
0: I loved Rick Tockett.
1: Rick Tockett was fucking awesome, man.
0: He was and one I, of the well, we're showing the our why. age. We're in our thirties,
1: Jim, and <laughs> we, we remember him.
0: I was actually sad. Didn't they trade him twice? I mean, yes. I mean let me yep. see here. Tockett. Because yep. I remember being sad. Let me see what year. Fuck.
2: And the current thing for the third quarter, Konechny is beating Richards, Gagne is beating Timonen. Lindros is destroying Leclerc, and Katuria is just
1: stomping
2: Jake Voracek into the ground.
1: How the fuck is Lindros stomping Leclerc? Oh, my God.
0: I agree with that.
1: No.
2: Oh, yeah. No. I think Lindros
1: had that one. I thought it was going to be a lot closer, but 69 is to is. is one of my all-time is... favorites.
0: Yeah, he's one of mine too. But like Eric Lindros, man. oh
1: so, Lynn Oh, Lindblom, Brendamore. I understand that. I'm not. I'm not. When I went, uh, I I, I, <laughs> look, I, I, I get I it too. But like that
2: should not be happening. People clearly no, don't remember Rod Brendamore in his heyday. Brendamore was amazing. Fucking one of. I, I was never a big forward guy. I always liked goaltending a defense uh, for players. But Brendamore was one of the guys that got me hooked on Flyers hockey to begin with.
1: Yeah. I remember how upset everybody was when they traded him for Primo, me being one of them. God, I love Keith Primo, too. Primo Dude. was a
0: beast. Did you I put Primo that. in your polls?
1: Primo's not on
2: this. Oh, yeah, he is. He's playing Peter Forsberg. Oh, oh that's going to be an interesting one. That starts oh, tomorrow, hell. by the way. The, nec- the oh, last oh. quarter of the first round is uh, Primo Forsberg, Carter Hart, Ron Hextall, Provrov Boucher, and Hayes Bill Barber. Uh, Hayes is going to fucking annihilate Barbara, and all these people are going to be like, that's not
1: right! (laughs) (laughs) Is it fair to do a a goalie versus a position player?
0: Yeah, it could be. If it's by popularity, you're doing it, right?
2: I think Boucher would get killed pretty much whoever he played here. Boucher,
1: uh, Mike Leighton, and then
0: you know, people got Kronovarov to Google
1: Chris Terrian. <laughs> go,
0: go Google Brian Boucher save on Patrick Elias. Oh, what
1: a uh, save.
0: What year was it, dude? I can't the remember. 2000
1: playoffs.
0: Yeah, the 2000.
1: Series, they
0: blew a 3-1 lead. Oh my God, dude. I, I think I cried. I, could, I was in disbelief.
1: I was in disbelief. I remember looking back at my dad like. They, should,
0: they, they had that in the bag. Did Lindros get knocked out in that That's series too?
1: That was that was the last game he ever played for the Flyers. Uh, I, think I, I, I wow. I forget the order. It was either Lindros gets tattooed and then Elias scored, or one or the other. I think Lindros got hit first, and then Elias. Game? Same game, dude. It was. I,
0: dude, I remember the tears just welling up in my eyes when I saw Lindros get destroyed.
1: Scott Stevens. Of course, my did had get- to sit through. Dirtiest players ever.
0: Did you guys get to listen to that uh, that podcast, by the way, that he was just on?
1: Who? Linch Ross?
0: Ty Domi. Uh, I, Ty Domi was talking about Scott Stevens. Sorry. No,
2: I saw it on Twitter. I didn't listen
1: to it, though. But Which I was like, podcast? are you fucking kidding me?
0: Uh, I, don't I think it's it was. called like, Cam and Strick or something like that.
1: Oh, that one. Okay, yeah, I haven't listened to that show yet. Does he, yeah. does, he does he? throw Stevens under the bus? Yeah,
0: he just calls call him like a fraud. a
1: dirty player and a fraud.
2: Yeah, and it's like yeah, Ty I, Domi of I, I all people. It. I mean, he is. Well, don't I, get me wrong, but Ty Domi
0: calling somebody else a fucking fraud. Well, because I mean, at least Domi would fight his own battles. You know, yeah, He's no he would For it, I guess he, yeah, yeah, he would, would. But...
1: Listen here, youngin.
2: You ever <laughs> Domi, two thousand three, <laughs> fight with the Flyers when he hid behind his teammates after oh, beating shit out shit. of? Was it Branko yeah, Radivojevic? Yeah, maybe was it was. Yeah. Okay, Boucher's save on
1: Eliash. Let's see here, dude. It's unbelievable.
0: Yeah, that I was in pretty. I was in disbelief when I saw.
1: I vividly remember that save. Holy still... shit balls! You never saw that save before, Dan? I probably have, but not recently. It's, it's unbelievable. Fucking
2: RG Umberger lost a foot battle to Patrick
1: Ewing. That was Keith Jones. What? Keith Jones.
0: It might Keith
1: Jones. Year two thousand, dude.
0: I love Jonesy, um, dude. After that save, like my brother and I, I mean, we used to play hockey outside all the time. He was he was goalie. He was doing that save like we would just do it on purpose for like the next like all summer long. Oh, do the boosh, do the boosh and he would, you know, flail his fucking glove <laughs> out shit. That same series, Scott Gomez
1: rips a rolling puck and the puck got stuck in Boosh's goalie mask. Do you remember that? <laughs> I remember I that. Remember
0: that. Yeah. Fuck, man. Those were the, see those were the days. I mean, even though they lost, but
1: God, And dang. they lost spectacularly that series blowing that they lead.
0: They really did, man. I can't believe that. And I feel like that Jersey team wasn't even that great.
1: None I of them was, were. They just they
0: played were just the most good team. boring hockey. That's right. Yeah, do you and, remember Bobby Holik? Yeah.
1: yeah. Bobby Holik and he skipping. was there
0: fucking ever, too, man.
1: Eliash. Dude, thrashy. Uh, you, for a while. you could play that. You can play yeah. that style hockey when you literally have, arguably, him or Wah, the best goalie ever you have behind you. You have nothing to fucking lose. So you just oh. play that trap game and win one nothing, two to one every single fucking year.
0: Like I go back and watch some of these games and I'm like, maybe they'll win this time and I'm like, wait, <laughs> <laughs> you lose every no, time, dude. They don't.
1: There, there's yeah. a lot of that new hate ever since Crosby towards the Penguins, but like, you know, Jim's my age. Like I still like the devil's still in my top three. Like you're all pissed off I'm getting talking about those Brodor Devils. Like they ruined my my prepubescent early teen years, man. <laughs>
0: And when you think about the Devils, all you think about is Brodeur. like Scott Stevens. Just hitting a...
1: people in the head.
2: I hate Scott Stevens. Respect Steven. for Marty Brodeur. He's probably my favorite hockey player of all time. He, he was so good. You can't deny it. He took them damn. to the
1: finals in 2012. That team had yeah, no business yeah. going to the finals. No.
2: God damn. I love Brodor. He was something.
1: Um, he fucking ruined my life. In my <laughs> early years, man.
2: <laughs> uh, why don't we talk about... Our very first Philadelphia Flyers game.
1: You go first, Dan. You're the
2: youngest. I'll go first. I actually had to look it up because I remember the game. I didn't remember when it happened. It was the Philadelphia Flyers, the Minnesota Wild on Thursday, November 20th, 2003. Where oh. the Flyers won 3-1. to one. And I remember we were like not too far behind the Flyers net. So I was uh, Robert Ash. That's probably where my love of Robert Ash started was that very game. And it was Manny Fernandez in the other one, because I remember that, because I was mad that it wasn't Dwayne Rollison in that, because I like Dwayne Rollison. Manny! But, uh, God. That game, it was just... I was, what, seven? Four, five, six, seven. I forgot yeah, I about Manny Fernandez. Oh, shit. And, uh, God. I just remember there, we were like... Uh, I forgot how many rows back. Couldn't have been more than 15. And it was fucking just fantastic. That was it. You know, like, I watched it the whole time. My family were huge Flyers fans. So it was always, it was always on TV, and I was always watching it. But, like, being there and experiencing that, it was like, that's it. Yeah. This is what I'm going to do. And then 20 years later, I am with a fucking podcast. So I really made it, huh?
0: Yeah, I mean, you're still you're <laughs> talking about him. You're still watching them.
2: I survived the Dave Haxtell era. I survived the late 2000s. What the was the name started? of the building? Because it's changed banks, like, six times. I think it was Wachovia at that point, wasn't it?
0: wachovia i don't know it was wachovia when they were in it was wachovia like 10 years ago was
1: it uh it was core states first union wachovia then wells fargo
0: yeah that's a good trivia question right there that's a good question was 96 to 98
2: first union was 98 to uh, 2003 wachovia was 2003 to 2010 so i guess it was wachovia that would have been the first year was wachovia
0: wow First Union. Did was... they win?
2: I'm sorry. Did you say they win or not? Three to one. Yeah, they won. Goals by Reckie, Amonti and Reki. Wow. wow. they had Cagle two Rekis on the, that team.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy Ronick
2: and Kim Johnson had an assist. Reki and Chris Terrian had an assist, and Amonti and Ronick had the assist. Two of them were power play goals. Man, what a team!
1: Yeah, that team. That's a team that lost Game Seven to Tampa that year. Oh, three oh four. Again, yeah. another team that just got fucked somehow. Remember, Capitan was playing defense in yeah. the Tampa series because everyone was getting hurt.
0: Uh, that's, a, that's another guy I think that doesn't get enough respect is Sammy Kapanen, man. Uh, Sammy Kapanen was
1: he got killed great. in the first round by. I yeah, love that. I love by that fucking
0: guy. Uh, I think it was
1: Hartman. Uh, that should have been a close yeah, Hartnell. I, I think... Oh, he lost to somebody. I think you know your demographic, Dan, by these uh, yeah. poll results, because Kapanen was great.
0: <laughs> Hartnell beat Kapanen 86-13. to
1: Ah, oh, that's not fair.
0: I mean, I could see why Hartnell would win, because I think, yeah. like, overall, I'd probably say Hartnell was the better player, but, like, Sammy Kapanen... I was, you know, I was thinking about the other day, for whatever reason, who's a Sammy Kapanen on the Flyers today? Would you say maybe Scott Lawton? Lawton, Roffle, Two different players. Maybe? Okay.
2: Maybe Lawton, I guess Lawton had more offense than Raffle, but
0: I always saw Kapanen as that guy you could put anywhere in the lineup. He would always give it his all. Yeah.
1: He was fast. He was very fast.
0: Super fast. Yeah. I was I was happy when they, I was really excited when they got him. Didn't he come from Dan, you probably know you came from Carolina, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he was a really nice player. I liked Sammy Kapanen a lot. I, I the only thing I can remember about him was was crawling back to the bench. I think it was the Leaf series.
1: Darcy Tucker.
0: Yeah, I mean, you want to talk about a dirty motherfucker. Darcy yeah. Tucker was a piece of shit. That was like shit.
1: a fly. He, like, jumped and elbowed him like a fucking wrestler. Oh, my
0: God, yeah. yeah. He, Adult, was jerk he was a jerk-off, man. Yep, that's right, dude.
1: But the fact that he got up and they got on the bench, remember, like, two shifts later, the momentum kept going. it was back and forth, back and forth, and Ronick, boom, goal.
0: That was an awesome series, yeah. I, like, I hated the Leafs back then.
1: That's the last time the Leafs were outside the first, That was the second round. Leafs haven't been in the second round since. <laughs> Didn't
0: they play a couple times in a in like a short span in the playoffs, or was that the only time? Leafs. Maybe, maybe I'm thinking of like the Sabers or something because I feel like we got uh, matched up with the Sabers for a couple rounds. Yeah, later.
1: there's Barnaby era. Sabres.
0: And we always lost. I feel like we always fucking lost to the Sabers.
1: I think they finally beat them in. Uh... Oh God, what was it o three o four? Or the 2000 oh. playoffs. One of those playoff series years, they finally beat Buffalo. Because Hashik would shut them down.
0: That's Yeah, they I had deep. our number forever. Hashik was a fucking monster. God, I love Dominic Hoshik. That's My brother would play goalie like that, and like, I would never know what he was going to do, like if he was going to smack me with his stick or just <laughs> completely, like, just jump, you know? He was a fucking monster, Hoshik. He See, for me, like... Goalies today, it's hard for me to really have a favorite goalie because they all kind of look the They're same. All the same. The way they, yeah. yeah, the cookie cutter. Whereas Hashik had his, I mean, he obviously had his own unique style. And That's I love
2: Wah and Hashik. I remember it so fondly because the three of them innovated the fucking game. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, because they made this simple save dramatic or like. You know the the kick save while they he's laying so on his back. so like, wacky
2: that they were like, able to. You know,
0: yeah. interview. <laughs> why is he laying on his back and why is his leg up in the air? Like there's no, he didn't have to do that, but he he did it and he made the save and it was always amazing to watch. Like how did he do that? Yeah, Dominic Hasik, Marty Brodeur, you're right? Style Who was the other of guy? Just
2: uh, Patrick Waugh was up there. I guess Hextall sure. was was one of them. He probably influenced most of them. So yeah. Uh,
0: the style. Hextall's of... another guy. Yeah
2: uh jim what was your first flyers game
0: so i think i think they played the rangers i remember being there with my dad i'm sure my brother was there if i was there so it was probably just just the men i was a young guy i don't remember how old uh, i can't tell you who won the game i just remember looking around the crowd and back then you could you can uh you could say whatever you wanted uh Uh, directed towards the other team and whatnot. And, like, the insults back then were, like, not nearly as bad as they are today, I feel like. Like, uh, somebody said something, uh, the Rangers should join the Ice Capades or something. And back then, that was, like, a really, like, funny joke because I remember everybody laughing.
2: Now you'll get canceled 10 days from Sunday here.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. now you're (laughs) like, oh, what the fuck was, what does that even mean, What does that mean? I'm going to cancel you, Daniel! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, like, I mean, that's what I was, like, I think more... uh, I don't remember watching the game as much as I remember looking around the crowd and just being like, wow, this is really fucking cool. Like, you know, I'm on the same side as all these people, you know? Um, I made a sign. Don't remember what was on it. I think I wrote way too much. I got, I think back and I'm like, why didn't anybody stop me? Like I wrote full sentences on that sign. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, but you know, they let me write whatever I wanted. I brought it in. I was waving it around like a jackass and, you know, I, and now today when I see people bring signs, I'm like, well, what about the people behind you? Like, they can't really see. But th- that's pretty much all I remember from my first game. And, yeah.
1: Nick? My first game was a playoff game at what was called the Core States Spectrum. That's Ooh. right. I'm older than all was you. My first game was a playoff game at the Spectrum. They lost 2 to nothing. I do remember the score. I didn't have to look that up. But I did look up the date. It was Game One of the uh, Eastern Conference Semis. It was May second, nineteen ninety six. That's the year Beezer and the Panthers went all the way to the finals and lost to the Abs. But my first game, was <laughs> I a was about three and loss. a half
2: months away from being born yet when you exactly. went to that game. Exactly,
1: Jesus. <laughs> Dan, I always feel old doing these podcasts with <laughs> you. I was it was uh, May second. My birthday was in a few weeks, so my dad surprised me and took me to my first Flyers game. I was ten years old. And uh, – <clears throat> It actually took me a few years. Like I was a black cloud. I went to my dad's always been able to get a hold of tickets because he's he works in purchasing, so he deals with salesmen and a lot of them are companies that are sponsors of those teams down there. So for years, I'd go to one or two games a year, and it took me like three years, I remember, until I finally saw a win, which I believe was against St. Louis. Wow! Yeah, dude. I, it took free it took years. I saw them lose. I've seen them get eliminated. Even over the years, man, I've had some of the worst luck ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. My <laughs> first playoff victory because I've been the, going to playoff games for years. I didn't see them win a playoff game until the Buffalo series in 2011. <laughs> Like I, nice. I went to two games in the Devils series in 2012. I went to game two, they lost. And with the game five, they got eliminated.
0: Like Okay, so in person, you mean?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, got you. Yeah, dude, I think I've been to only one playoff game in my life, so you're kind of lucky there.
1: I've been to a lot, and I've only seen him win one playoff game. I've been told by friends and family to stay away from going to playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> <so. laughs> Yes, I yeah, went maybe to the we first go. game. Dan wasn't even fucking born. yet Dan was still developing in his mother's womb. Yeah, I was uh
2: three and a half months away from being born.
1: God. I remember the spectrum though. I remember like my dad telling me like it's gonna get really loud in here, and he wasn't fucking kidding, man. The playoff atmosphere and the spectrum out like the oh, compact yeah. stadium, it was unbelievable. I'll never forget it.
0: I might have been there at the Spectrum for that game. It was either... I was definitely at the Spectrum for Phantoms games. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember. Because I, I do remember the Phantoms game having a different feel. Yeah. Like, I was in the upper level for both games. And I think I remember feeling closer at the Phantoms game. So maybe it was Wachovia? Wait, no, that couldn't be right. Because then... When did, they, when did they change to the center? Instead of the Spectrum.
1: Well, they both buildings stood for a while. Like, the 95-96 season was the last season in the Spectrum. And then the next year, the center opened. And that's where the Flyers started to play with the Sixers. And then the Phantoms played in the Spectrum.
0: Okay, I'm pretty sure it was the Spectrum. Because I don't think... You said 95? 95,
1: 95-96 is the last. Because the 96-97 season, the first year in the...
0: I would have More been, like, State eight Center, years old, they lost I
1: think. The Wings in the
0: uh, shit, man. I can't remember, but I'm almost positive it was the uh, Spectrum.
2: Seems worth noting, that game I was at in 2003, there was a young defenseman on that team by the name of Nick Schultz, who 11 oh. years later would suit up for the Philadelphia Flyers.
1: God, he was one of the worst of Flyers players ever, That's it's not his fault.
2: There were, what, four former Flyers? Nick Schultz, Wes Walls, Jim Dowd, and... uh.
0: Wes Walls played Wes for the Walls Flyers? Walls the
1: Flyers? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here.
0: I don't remember him ever. I remember him on Minnesota.
1: Yeah, I, I got to Google
2: that. Yeah, I think it was uh, one or two games. Get out. Yeah, he went over to Europe and...
0: Wesley. Yeah, this says he played for the Flyers for two games. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Before he played for Minnesota...
2: Yeah, he he started his career. It wasn't any good. Then he went over to Europe for quite a few years and came back and became a fucking beast for the Wild for a little while.
0: That's weird, man.
2: Yeah, see, you learned something today, boys.
0: I I never knew that he played for the Flyers.
2: God, Brent Burns was on that team in two thousand three. Holy
1: shit,
0: dude! He got Selkie votes. West Walls.
1: Yeah, I remember uh, my first. I don't remember specifically any fan's game specifically, but I remember. Remember they used to fight like fucking crazy and Frank the Animal was on those Phantoms teams in the spectrum. Oh my God. He only came out there once or twice to fight and that was it. The NHL was like a boxing league back then. It pretty much was. It, it was wild. It wasn't hockey. The only,
0: Just a bunch I have people. a memory of Frank by Lois. So we went to a Phantoms game, uh, me and a bunch of my cousins, my uncles, my dad. And uh I remember that's like the only guy anybody wanted to see. And the anticipation of like waiting for him to come out for a shift was like it built for like an entire period. <laughs> and I remember there was like a play, like a scrum in the corner and like everybody got up because you saw him jump over the bench and you just saw him sprinting like towards the corner. and You're like, oh, my like a fucking bowling ball. You're like, oh, my God, he is going to crush everybody he's gonna and he someone. launches and at the last second everything clears and he <laughs> smacks into the boards falls and that was it that's oh, all I I know god. it was so an, anticlimactic I'm like oh my that's god he's gonna that. murder somebody and then boom just nothing yeah Frank by Lois I met him a couple weeks ago at the gym he goes to the same gym as me isn't that weird did you tell and him like hey went... you're on my podcast a year ago. <laughs> yeah, I was like hey Frank uh uh, no, at first I went up to him and said, "Hey, you're Frank, right?" He goes, "Yeah." I go, "Oh shit!" Like I, I'm Jim. you know. I you came on the show a couple weeks, couple of months ago. Blah blah blah. Oh yeah, man, how's it going? And we ended up talking like for a while. Like I didn't feel like I was, bo- excuse me, I didn't feel like I was bothering him or anything. Like we just hung out. I'm like, "All right, well, I'm gonna go hit the weights now." All right, buddy. Good talking. To you. Do you need a spot? Yeah. Hmm? <laughs> Yeah, I didn't want to hang around and seem like a creep and be like, "Hey, this is somebody that I know." I'm gonna hang around now. You know, I went and did my own thing. He's a cool guy. Though, before he left, came up, shook my hand, whatever. You know, cool guy. You know, didn't big league me or nothing. Good good dude. I would
2: hope not. Big
0: league. I always had this sneaky suspicion that it was him because I would see him pop up on people I would know on Facebook or whatever. I'm like, I I've seen that bright orange shirt before, and when I see this guy at the gym, he has his like hair back in like, like a, like a dirty ponytail. And like, he wears these bright red, like old sweatpants, like not joggers, like, you know, like the old, like, uh, fruit of the loom sweatpants.
1: (laughs) I know exactly what
0: you mean. (laughs) Yeah. And he wears like the, like the all black shoes and like the bright orange shirt. I'm like, he looks like he's going to roundhouse you in the face or something. Oh, I'm that'd like, be
2: Frank Bailoa's. I'm right.
0: like, I think that's fucking Frank Bailoa's, but there's no way that he dresses like that, right? But I guess if there's anybody that's going to dress like that, it's Frank. Who's going to tell him no? <laughs> right? right? <laughs> exactly. Not me. So it, fuck. So, one day I was finally just like, oh, fucking, I'm almost 100% sure that's Frank. Let me go say hi. And it was. Just, it just now it makes me laugh because I'm like, dude just wears red sweatpants to the gym.
2: 49, 49 years old,
0: Frank Bilella. Yeah, yeah, and he goes, yeah, my uh, my girlfriend's dad told me I better start hitting the gym because I'm getting fat, so that's why I'm here. <laughs> like, nah, nah, man, you look good. Don't Ain't worry nobody
1: the- going to the gym now. They're all closed.
0: No. You, you know what I did, dude? I made a, a gym in my garage, and I used it today for the first time. Not the same, but, uh, you know, I got a good workout in, but it's just not the same. Hopefully this doesn't go much longer, man. Because I I need the gym, I need the whole I need the whole atmosphere of the gym too. I don't just you know the weights and the uh, the bench it doesn't do it for me. If I'm gonna sweat, I need someone to see me sweat. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously I though. I need the
1: peacock. I, I need the <laughs> peacock around this gym. <laughs> I,
0: I need You're someone. To, shit. Yeah, I need someone to know that I'm actually here and and doing this, and there's a reason I'm here. You know, I don't go for me.
1: I need to groan for the ladies.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Single
1: it's just... gym. Well, you're not single anymore, though, are
0: you? No. Nope.
2: Sorry, ladies.
0: Sorry, taken.
2: All right. This bowling alley creep is off the market.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I have the stash. Let me see what that lo- that's looking like.
1: Dan, you didn't really rant and rave about Mike Richards like we did.
0: Ooh. TK. There's no. a TK fan over here. Go ahead, Dan.
1: I don't see Dan rant and rave. And stop hiding behind your logo. I want to see the rage. I'm sitting in pitch black room here, but <laughs> that's very metal.
0: And I just want to remind everyone, just because um There we go. It <laughs> doesn't mean I'm <laughs> that's
1: so metal. How many <laughs> do you have? Three.
0: Put your hand back up.
1: One, four, two, three, Lucky four, you like five. Seven, <laughs> six uh, what jersey is he wearing? Wait, there's laces. Uh San Jose Sharks Vesa Toscala. Oh. Ooh. Is that the original logo? This, no, is a, this is a new one. I have
2: the original one over there.
1: Both logos are pretty solid. I have
2: Shit. a Evgeny Nabokov and Mika Kippersov shark jersey hanging in the room over there. Nice. They were on the same team at the same time. That blows my fucking mind. There were three years I... when Kippersov and Nabokov were on the same team. Like not that crazy? It's insane. Some credit. teams just
1: draft goalies like, oh, here you go, like, picking apples out of a tree where the Flyers are like, Kipersoff
2: fuck it. was one year in, and Nabokov was a rookie when they started, so it's not like they were the powerhouses they were, but, like, it's insane. Vesa was there with them for a while. Like, fuck. San Jose's goalie factory in the early 2000s was something to behold.
1: Even the Ducks. The Ducks went from, like, Jiguer to Hiller to Gibson. Like,
2: yeah. Giannis Hiller just crazy. retired. Yeah, that's what, that's what we think Which blew of my fucking mind, because I was like, how fucking long has, he, has Hiller been out of the league now? Four or five years. What
0: is he? Yeah, what's he been doing?
2: He's over he, in the Swiss he, what, league. Yeah, he's from yeah. Switzerland,
1: so he went home and finished out so there. He was still there. playing then. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought uh,
0: keep. I thought Kiprashov was in the league a lot longer than he was.
2: It felt like he was around forever.
0: Yeah. It was only Just about on, 14, only fourteen years or something. This is twelve, but even was it really that twenty
2: twelve. What?
0: Wow. Yeah. Twenty-four to thirty-six. I guess he started late. I guess goalies usually start later.
1: Bring these back.
0: Where's Nabakov?
1: Nabby. 43. All right, Dan ran rave about Mike Richards while he's looking that up.
0: <laughs>
1: we we <laughs> raged.
2: I don't know what you really want me to uh
1: to say here about Mike Richards. You sound like you you had some stuff to say about it too. I was just well, more I mad at realize. the
2: tournament in general than I was the individual results, but. Like, Mike Richards is fine. That was actually an era when I wasn't watching a whole lot of Flyers. Like, it was kind of the the year after the uh, shit year. What was that was 7, 8? Mm. Uh, yeah. I kind of stopped. I didn't watch it as frequently, and I didn't watch it as frequently. And then I started watching again with regularity. Um... At the end of the eleven twelve year, like three weeks before the playoffs, when the whole Pittsburgh Flyers thing started, when Biosma was yelling at Peter Laviolette over the benches and all that wacky shit, like that got me back into it. That twenty twelve pen series made me a fan for life again. So oh. that, that reinvigorated my, and then I got fucking seven years of Dave Haggstol to follow. So <laughs> that like
1: reminds me too, like we're, like I, we always tend to bring up the old shit, especially me and Jim. Like when I started really getting into Flyers was the Legion of Doom era. That's why. I, Like, when I did that, who got me hooked? It was Lindros and LeClaire. Like, LeClaire had three straight 50-goal seasons. Like, he was unbelievable. Had one of the heaviest shots ever, and you couldn't move him. He got in that tripod, you couldn't move him.
0: Anyway. Do you remember when he scored a goal through the side of the net?
1: Yes, against Buffalo.
0: Yeah. And they called it a goal.
1: Yeah, they didn't review it or nothing.
0: <laughs> well like well like everybody knew that it went into the side of the net, like even like the the T V broadcast and you're like, Holy shit, he just fucking scored. And if they took it away, I was gonna be pissed. I remember feeling like that, like, oh well it went in the Calm net down, and they called Jim, it a girl. So it's peeking
2: goal. the fuck out of your microphone right now.
0: What's Take that a breath,
2: mean? relax. It means it's getting very high and pitchy. So peeking it. You're getting too you're too pumped up, Jim.
0: Sorry, I got a It's an
1: exciting moment. He fucking Damn. ripped the net. They didn't to look at it and
0: count it. <laughs> yeah, and that was like back in the day too where it was like if the smallest thing, if you had a fucking skate in the crease, they were going to call it a uh, no yeah. goal. Mika. You remember that?
2: That yeah, dude. Mika Kippersoft, 2000 to 2013, yeah. So But he was in Sweden or he was in Finland from 93 to 99. So That probably is where Hmm. 13 years.
1: Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, so I get in the Flyers Legion of Doom era, and the Flyers make the playoffs every fucking. Year. I like Jim and I grew up spoiled. Like we had Lindros and Leclaire, which then led into like the Ronick and Amani years with Gagne, and that all went along for a while. Like they made the playoffs for what over a decade straight. We grew up with that, and then they missed the playoffs in 06-07 Dan is just a wee young boy. They get hot again after that season and then like Dan's young adult life has been shit compared to like <laughs> him like he's like, he, like he's grown up with Dave Haxtell we grew up with fucking Lindros Declaire Gagne Recky Ronick like, like, Dave brought together was was fucking young the 708 uh,
2: season
1: you were 11 years old
2: I was <laughs> a sophomore in high school during the 2012 series that's dude, what i mean dude young sprite <laughs> And then, then after that, we got Berube and Haxtell
1: for a decade. And somehow I'm still
2: here! <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, like you, Jim and I, have been spoiled compared to what you've had to endure in your uh, young life so far.
0: That's why, like, the last couple years has been like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this is not the Flyers.
1: That's why, you know, again, I'll bring it up again. That's why I've been so skeptical, like, I'm going to die
0: <laughs> go, pop, well, pop. Dude, pop, dude, pop pop, dude. Dude, might not even live to be a pop pop now, dude. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs>
2: yeah, really. Way to bring reality back in this game We're having a good time here. <laughs> uh, we're having fun. Oh, yeah, we're living flyers. Oh, by the way, we can all still die
1: soon.
0: Uh, <laughs> thanks, dude. No, no. I got If you're listening to this podcast, you have a hundred percent chance of surviving what's happening. That's, still stay home when
1: bad. they fucking tell you. Yes, to. still stay home
0: for the ones that might not make it.
2: God, I don't know how much longer I can deal with this hiatus bullshit. (laughs) This is the most human interaction I've had in
0: a week. I could talk this kind of stuff all day long. You know, just free flow and talk whatever Flyers fucking shit we want.
2: Maybe that'll be a new uh, recurring series over the break here. The two old-ass fuckers and Dan the Flyer fan come on here and talk some hockey.
1: Am (laughs) I the oldest person that you have jump on with you? I will be I will be 35 in May. I hate to say that. I out would loud. assume so. Yeah, I don't
2: know how old Mike is, but I would assume you're probably by far the oldest. Yeah,
1: <laughs> by far. Jim's <laughs> 32.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna be 33 in June. I look older than Nick. I was Nick's, gonna say uh, Jim, Jim's. Look
1: at this. Nick looks handsome. much better than Jim. <laughs> 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 uh, go it's fuck the yourself. Bald head. It takes away years from you, buddy.
0: Yeah, the bald head and the gray beard. Hey, whatever. Chicks dig it.
1: Well, you do the uh, dome wax so you get the nice shine?
0: <laughs> no, I don't do the <laughs> dome you wax.
1: You put it down there.
0: Yeah, well, the carpets do match the drapes if anyone's wondering. <laughs> Sing! Yeah. But oh, uh, do no, no dome wax. <laughs> like,
1: I'm like making noises and doing the thing and people can fucking see me. Oh, Rub your head like a genie. radio. Sing! Look, people ain't got nothing to do, Dan. Everyone's trapped in their house. Yeah, Except me. That's true. You're out well, there. What did we get into this?
0: An hour and 15? hour or and just... six minutes. Wow.
1: We always go a good hour. We yeah, yeah, get into the two paisans and we go. We may
2: have to uh, <laughs> make this a recurring series and we just come on and bullshit about hockey history for a little while.
0: Yeah, that was fun. Well, Actually, it really did make me forget about everything that's yeah, going on. Yeah, that was
2: fun. Should have, hopefully, that's what I would live to do right now. I, I've always said I'm not a writer, I consider myself an entertainer, because I want nothing more than entertain people, and especially in these times, I think not only the three of us, but hundreds of people listen. we can all use some, some, some break from the real world for a little while, so... Hopefully enjoyed the talk. We may or may not be back sometime soon. I don't know. I don't have any scheduled, uh, shows planned after this. I believe Anthony and I will be doing a Flyers AD sometimes over the weekend. Um, doing a uh, style very similar to this, except we're going to go season by season and break it down from the lockout on. So that'll be uh, uh, fun. You can check that out sometime over the weekend. At in InTheFlyerFan, at BrotherlyPuck, at BrotherlyUnderscorePot, at AngryNegative. Be sure to subscribe to any of these shows if you do not do so yet. Jim, where can people find you on Twitter?
0: Uh, Jim Ike HW.
1: And Nick? You can find me on Twitter at ForzaInner215. And if I may, Daniel, I also play PlayStation 4. You can find me GPD, The Commish, all one word. That's C-O-M-M-I-S-H. What do you
0: play on PlayStation?
1: PS4 right now. Um I bought Fallout in June 76, the online game, when they said there was going to be that big expansion, like, soon. But, of course, like, Bethesda always does. Like, the kept getting pushed back. So I bought it waiting for the big expansion because the base game is kind of meh compared to Fallout 4 as I nerd out about my video games. (laughs) I really liked Fallout New Vegas and Fallout 4. 76 is okay. You play it online. My brother-in-law has it, and one of my closest friends has it. So when I play online with them... It's a lot more enjoyable than when you play alone. It's kind of an empty-feeling game compared to the older Fallouts. But GPD, The Commish, if any of you play on PS4. Sorry, Dan. I know everyone's bored. What a So geek. I was trying to help people.
2: All right, everybody. Right, we'll be back sometime soon, maybe with a very similar uh, kind of show. It's a lot of fun. But until next time, goodbye and good night. And don't die. We're tripping! get sum bullshit, bullshit.